All right, welcome to the Speak Your Peace podcast. My name is Ian McNaughton, Big E here. Uh, pleased to be joined first by Ravisher Dollywall. Ravisher, how are you? Good, how are you, man? I'm, I'm great, thank you for asking. And then also joining us is Callum McDonald. Callum, how are you tonight? Not too bad, yourself? Uh, I'm doing great. Have you been poking kids lately? <laughs> oh, that's the last one. Yeah, yeah, actually, about like four hours ago. Oh, nice, nice. Good for you. Good for you. All right. Uh, we're doing this. This is a late Tuesday night pod. It's about 9 p.m. Pacific. Uh, literally, just as DeAndre Ayton <laughs> scored the game winning oh basket. My God. I can't we, believe that. We hit, the rec- we, can't, we hit the recording button. So now we're recording uh, post game two Western Conference Finals, Clippers, Suns. Um, that's embarrassing if you're the Clippers. That's that embarrassing if you're Paul. If you're fucking Paul George, dude. That oh, is embarrassing. You cannot. That's and that's worse than Embiid. And also, JVG Jeff Van Gundy just said, uh, "Pass it to. Don't give it to Booker. Give it to Aiton, and it worked. <laughs> it fucking worked. I mean, wow. <laughs> I can't, so, I mean, so basically, if you don't know, quick recap: um, horrible officiating call where they gave the ball to the Clippers. Off of, it was a bad turnover, uh, missed turnover, missed call. Paul George misses two free throws, puts the Clippers up by one. DeAndre Ayton gets the tipping basket from Booker on the inbound on the other way. I don't, I don't even know where to start. All right. Um, yeah, I don't. That, that, that was the insane ending to a game. That was fucking sick. Um. <laughs> 13 minutes ago, this guy tweeted the Paul George redemption tour is awesome. And that shit just went downhill. <laughs> that, 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 was the, that was the peak of Paul George in the playoffs right then, right? <laughs> and it just went straight down, dude. Five, that shit five fucking, tweet moments that before shit the disaster. rug pull, dude. That was the quickest rug pull you've ever seen. It just That's ever so bad. <laughs> I will. I, so I will say before <laughs> we, we got on a little early and we were watching the end of this together and we said before the end of the, like, before the, end of the game – I guess we'll talk about the hockey game and then the end of the game, the end of the basketball game happens. Uh, there, there is time left on the clock. I think. No, it said final. I think it would have been point one, and there's no timeout. Right. So what they are they have do? to Give pass it. To Paul it. George. They have to, uh, what Al Yupit it from the other side of the court, touch it with this. <laughs> well, yeah, it's impossible. It would have been, even if there's time left, there's no timeouts. So you can't advance. So it's over. Right. Yeah. yeah I think I'm a little, I think I'm a little ahead of you here. Do they got time on the clock? They they so and on my I'm watching on cable. Oh, point seven. They're putting point seven on. But it, it's full court, right? Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much like at, at half. There's no timeouts. We're at half. Um, oh, no this chance. would be the most insane three, three quarters. Paul of the court. would have to do something insane right here if mm-hmm. it were to be. But this is all – anything that happens here, Paul George deserves it. I'm sorry. You cannot <laughs> that. You cannot miss those at all if you're him. You, yeah. No, he's hit one. Even when Braun hits one usually. He, even he doesn't miss both when he's in the clutch, dude. Come on. Scott, uh, that He will never get rid of that nickname. I am so sorry. Scott the Scott. P or playoff P? Both, dude. People are calling him Pfizer P because he was vaccinated. Pfizer. Now he's good. Don, he's back. Scott Foster. <laughs> He's back Scott, to normal. He's back to form, baby. Scott Foster uh, is trying to be the other side. 
This would be the first game. Scott Foster is trying to. Scott Foster wants to keep that record going. <laughs> he wants the. Chris Paul. He wants well, that zero twelve. Is Chris Paul even playing? Uh, I guess CP3 teams. He's not because he's in COVID protocol. Yeah, you can yeah, change yeah. it to. You, yeah, but you can change like Chris Paul's oh, teams. Oh right, playoffs. right, right. Yeah, I can change it to that. But like, well, I guess maybe that's why he's a bit lenient this game and not going full blast. <laughs> there, there's such chaos, I think, right now in the arena because of all the Suns fans who just went berserk because they thought their team just won. Now, yeah, I, I like I don't get how you can even add time. Onto this, <laughs> Scott Foster is doing the most right now, man. He is doing the most. Who's who would you uh realistically write Scott Foster, Chris Lee? Oh God! Uh, oh, yeah, Chris Lee is a referee in the NHL. Uh, That's all you need to know. Really. Atrocious. I'm gonna say Foster's better. I would rather have Foster. Than, have I would rather. Play. I would rather. I would rather have Foster call a hockey game. Uh, but if you're talking, a hockey game because I think yeah. Foster, I think Foster's like, yo, you just hit that guy in the head. That's not acceptable. Like, yeah. Whereas like, Lee would just be like, oh, just soft. Run clock. Soft. Run clock. <laughs> that that is the worst. Oh, don't even get me started on that. Like, pissed yeah, that me so, off. That was stupid. Oh, uh, just like run clock. I'm like, dude, this is the most lame referee ever. Um, okay. Monty okay. Williams is a goat for that play, by the way. That that yeah, that's a good play. That, that, that guy is such a good Did coach. He, it's amazing. Has, has the coach of the year been now? Uh, I don't think I, I know. I think I know. I uh, was it not Quinn Snyder, Utah? I think that was last year. I don't know. I, I was thinking of Brenda Moore because hockey, but like, I don't think it was. Brenda Moore did win coach of the year, just kind of wrong sport. Yeah, so, I think it oh, was. Oh, no, I'm pretty sure. Wasn't it Thibodeau? Wait, no, I think Thibodeau was nominated, but I don't think he won. Coach of the year 2020, 2021. Yeah, it was Thibodeau. Oh shit! I mean, fair enough. They they went they went to the playoffs. And, yeah, that's pretty impressive for that team. For that team, he had. Yeah, I mean, well, good. they got Rose, which really helped. Um, besides, uh, besides what's his name? You know, uh, Randall. He didn't. I guess he had no stars. There wasn't, there wasn't really much, but then quickly really turned it up. And like Toppin will be good soon too. I think. Yeah. I hope. Well, I'm hoping he's a later bloomer where he can like fit into like a like a second, third option like at his peak. I think third option right. would be more of his. Yeah. You know, I yeah, I guess something like that. And is think, this game ever going to end? By the it, way, it it, 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 do, it does end. It does. Okay, end. It does so, end. so I'll just I'll skip ahead for you, Rav. The Suns win 104, 103. They nice. take a two zero series lead. Paul George oh. is walking off the court with his head down. Aiden's pumped. Um, Boy, shout out Monty Williams, man. That guy is a great coach. That guy is a great coach. What he did with this team. I mean, Chris Paul. Could, I, th- I think the. Do you think what happens with Walker happens with Chris Paul, where you just go somewhere like that and uh, and you just gain uh, gain trade value? With Kemba. Yeah, I think they get the CP3 thing I going think, on I here. I think I, what a great trade! What a great trade for OKC. Oh yeah, gosh, <laughs> that, like what a good trade. Why is why is OKC's general manager the? Sorry. Just fleecing teams left, right, and center. I don't know. It's a smart move for I think for both sides too. They're not like okay, OKC is not giving up much. I mean, they're getting more picks. They kind of got fleeced at the dread or the deadline, the the draft today. Yeah, the, the draft. Yeah, they did. They, they did yeah. get a bit fleeced. I'm fine because Raptors got fourth, dude. I'm <laughs> I'm chilling, dude. That was awesome. That that's sick. Think, we deserve that honestly. I I don't know. I think it's what's well, obviously going to be a Suggs 
What are the Jalen? Suggs, Cunningham's going to go first. Jalen Green is another guy. Um, they might, I, they might take Mobley if he drops because they could use a big man. But it's, it's all on how you use him too. Like we're seeing with the Rockets. Well, Keith said that, that, that hopefully the Rockets don't go with that small ball shit again. I hope they don't go with this. Oh ball. right. I don't think so. I think that was just such an extreme. I don't think we're seeing that again. God, but, I but I, the Cavs. The Cavs. I, mean, I wouldn't mind Mobley, obviously, but I don't know. We the won't Cavs. get him. I think more so Suggs. What were you saying? The Cavs have sex land in the back. But they have a good backcourt. So they, like them yeah, taking so Suggs makes no sense. Or Green. Yeah, so like I, I assume one of them is going to drop to us, and um, Mobley is going to be taken by Cavs. Like logically, but then again, who knows? You go off the board, like hell off the board, because there's not really much. You got like good forwards. Oh. Like, what, what, what's his name? Uh, yeah, Corey Kispert from uh, Gonzaga, who's from Edmonds, Washington. He, not, he too far, a, not, not too far down the road where I'm from, Lake Stevens, he had a Washington. Good, uh, he had a good tournament from what I watched. He had a good tournament. I, I don't know if he f- goes top three. I don't think he could but top, be, yeah. he, he could be one of those guys who like moves up, I think. I I think a lot of these guys could like can move up. Uh, okay, um, so uh, it's not, not as all place as the hockey one this year, in my opinion. But it's it's still like I don't know. I feel like this year is more all over the place. So again, we'll get back get back on track here. But the the, the Suns won. They beat the Clippers. Uh, the Eastern Conference Finals starts tomorrow night, Wednesday night, between the Bucks and the Hawks. I want to talk about that quickly here. Um, with the Philadelphia 76ers absolutely blowing it, um, just giving just on a platter, giving the series to the Atlanta Hawks. Um, Callum or Rab, one of you guys can can answer this, but who's to blame in Philadelphia for just this mess they're in right now? You guys can look at my screen if you guys are watching on the video. <laughs> I think that kind of sums it up. I can't, uh, people I can't who People who uh, willingly buy Ben Simmons jerseys should be crucified. Hot take. I think. I think. Like. I think people overhyped Ben Simmons. Oh my. Uh, me. I think he's a good. Like. I think he's a good player. I don't. Uh, think at one bad. point, I said he was LeBron without a shot, which might be the coldest take up there with Frank. That Lee is fucking pretty cold. I think that like, would be. He's a, he's a good player, but I just don't think he's what. Like. I think the Sixers need a three-point shooting point guard. And, and that's Chris Paul. not what they have. But they had Chris Paul this year, dude. It was like, there was a lot of Chris Paul rumors last year. I remember that. But that's if they fair. had Chris Paul this year, this team would be easily, like, they like he would wipe. Him alone would wipe the two teams they played. There was also the Harden rumors, too, don't forget. Like, there was yeah, I remember that, too. Oh, because of the really? Murray connection now, too, and all that. But Well, do you think, do you think, the Sixers are going to trade Simmons. They have to trade one of those guys. Like it's it's got to be Simmons, I think, because you're not really going to build a team around Simmons after what he's done. And where, you're not like, you're not if getting he's anything. improved at all. Sorry, if he if he's improved at all, like he hasn't improved at all since the rookie season, which is like the main issue with him. If you can't, right. uh, I don't know. I don't know what Stephen A. was saying. I don't believe him because his sources are usually just trust me, bro. But like. He said, like, from a close source, like, you know, God, I'm really quoting Stephen A. Smith, but he said, like, the guy doesn't work hard, apparently, to a close source, which it's kind of believable, like, for a Stephen A. Smith quote. So, I mean, if that's the case, it's not, I mean, <laughs> kind of shows because he's made no improvements. It's the rookie year. It, 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 even, like, you can even see he's regressed, which is 
kind of brutal, honestly, because I, I I was so high on him. That's why I have his fucking jersey, fuck's sake. But like, I don't know, man. I don't know what you do. I I think you gotta trade him. You can't trade Embiid after. You can't the season. trade Embiid. And if you trade Harris, you're getting nothing in return. You're not even going to get that, I was going to say, that's a shitty contract. Good that, Lord. That was a shitty contract the day it happened. And this year, yeah. it looked like he may have, like, you know, he may have looked like he was worth it. But he even stepped then, it up, but he's not worth a max. Can I, can I, I'm on spell track right now. Do you want to hear what Tobias Harris's contract is after this season? Uh, yeah. Isn't it like. So he's got three more years after this one. At. Brutal. At a base salaries of thirty five point thirty six million next year, thirty seven point six the year after that, and thirty nine point two million in twenty twenty three. Thirty nine point two. Thirty nine point two seven. I was in twenty twenty three twenty twenty four when he's thirty one years old. I said um, the Middleton contract was similar, but it, I mean Middleton's made it to the conference finals multiple times. This guy has yeah. the second round once. So, like, I, I don't – like, I think the Middleton contract really worked out. It was a gamble for Milwaukee, too, because he really – they did that just because it's so hard to get stars in markets like that. I know as a Raptors fan, you can't really sign free agents. That's the same thing with Milwaukee. So, you got to keep what you got. Mm. Um, and, I mean, that gamble worked because Middleton is great. He's, I mean, he's much better than Harris, in my opinion. So, like – and he's, he's – shoots he shoots much better when they need him to I, I mean the middleton contract is a scenario where like taking a risk on a guy maxing out like works out where i don't know i mean obviously his regular season like for harris this year his regular season was much better than i mean really any of his regular seasons maybe when he's on the clippers that one year he got traded was okay but even then like i don't i i don't know why philly needed to max him in my opinion i think I guess it may have been the relationship with Butler. I don't really even know what happened with that. Like, cause I know I'm beating Butler had a good relationship and all that, but I, I don't know, man. I, I think yeah. the, I knew from day one from that contract, I feel like that one was not going to work out. Um, the Simmons, the Simmons thing. I, I, I do want to make one point, more, more point after this, but the Simmons contract, he's got four more years after this. He'll be making 33 million next year, 35.4 the year after that. 33.8 in 23-24, and then 40.3 in 24-25 when he's 28 years old. And there's also a 15% trade kicker. So basically his contract goes up eight, uh, 15% uh, when, when, once you trade him. Uh, shit. <laughs> shit. Uh, what do you even return? What do you get in return for Ben Simmons? Obviously, you went on trade thing and like <laughs> the ESPN trade thing. It said Davis for Simmons apparently gives the Lakers six wins. I because oh. I that was my first thought was like because I'm a late I, I root for the Lakers now until the Sonics come back. But yeah. like Simmons kind of makes sense in a way if you put him on the if you put him on the Lakers where you he does like obviously the the contract sucks. Like that's a bad contract, but you put him in a spot where he doesn't have a lot of pressure. Cause obviously he hasn't done well with the pressure in Philadelphia. You get him in a spot with a lot of shooters. Uh, Callum, you mentioned before we recorded about Portland, Portland makes a lot of sense. I I've heard golden state is another team. Dude, who, who's golden state four? given up? Wiggins. Wait, I was going to say Wiggins and but Golden State team. already has like a ma- like two max contracts. They have Draymond well, Green. I mean, they also, I mean, they paid 
like they didn't obviously pay Ubre eighty million, but they paid eighty million this year to keep Ubre. Yeah, so like they, they oh, have the yeah. money and they're willing to pay money for these guys. Okay. So like I don't think the money is the issue there, especially if they believe they have a team. I don't know where he plays though. You got to put him as a forward. I think you yeah, might have put him as a small forward, but like no, even power forward. I think I think you even put him as a power forward. You put like Wiseman. Simmons, <laughs> then he Wiseman, put like Simmons, Wiggins, Green, Clay, Curry, Clay, like, Curry. I don't. Gosh, yeah. Uh, apparently, on the ESPN trade machine, uh, Wiggins and Baysmore for Simmons uh, works, but it does give the 76ers four less wins, and it doesn't do anything for Golden State. Yeah, if you're trading Wiggins for him, you don't. There's no point of. I think because you need, or if you get like someone in free agency, but at that point you don't really have much money to play with, and you're really. I mean, if you want to go deep into luxury tax, it's just going to cost you so much, and it's not. It might not even be worth it because does does Simmons even? I guess Simmons does fit on a team like that where he's he's going to be kicking it out to like the best shooters ever. Whereas, oh, yeah, you, you just get him as a playmaker. Like that's yeah, all you yeah. like, like like that's all you need him for. You don't but need it him. Does, to... It does suck. <laughs> like someone I, f- I thought as skilled as him is looking like he's just gonna be a average playmaker, which is I mean he's a good defender, but come on. It, the guy is so skilled, right? Like uh it, it's brutal. <laughs> it here's, is brutal. here's the thing. Philadelphia is where the Maple Leafs will be a year from now when the Maple Leafs don't make a cup or don't get out of the first round again. Where we're where we're gonna be where we're gonna be talking about the Maple okay with the Maple Leafs and they don't get out of the first round. It's like okay, you got to trade one of the big guys. That's where we are. That's where we're at with Philadelphia. Where the 76ers are like, okay, you haven't got to a conference finals yet. You have to trade one of the guys. Like this isn't you gotta working. Shake it up. You got to shake it up. You got to shake it up. Like this isn't working. You got to do something different. Um, and I don't know, I don't know what you do if you're Philly. Um, I guess it's trade Simmons, and hopefully you get a good offer in return. I I don't know who that team is or where that fit is, but I would look for somebody West Coast. I can't imagine they want to trade them within conference. No. Huh. So, so. Yeah, I, I yeah, you don't want to trade them to the same conference. I don't think, but I I guess I don't know. This this is gonna be. It's going to be weird. It's going to be a weird thing. I don't know. I was going to say, Rav, it feels like ever since we've started this podcast, or at least the third version of it, like since we went to moved to SFU, like all we've been, yeah. a lot of the sports talk has been the Sixers, Simmons. It has been. It, it has been just because like the Sixers this, team that has been, they've been like playoff team. And every year they're like, oh, this is their year. And like, they haven't really even done much to like, I mean, I guess you, you could say, the year they had Butler Harris, you know, that year, it, I mean, Kawhi had the greatest game winner ever. Like, I guess you could say that, but they were one of, they were like one shot away, one of the best shots ever away from going into the conference final. And you could argue they had a good chance against both of the other teams they're going to play. But uh, even then, like you, I don't know. I don't know what you do. If you kept those guys that year, you had something going for the next year. Cause I, I, if you go another year with the team that had in 2019, I, they're going to at least make the conference finals next year, in my opinion, especially because we didn't have Kawhi. They had a much easier route, but obviously that didn't work. But I don't um, know. Uh, the other thing I want to bring up, uh, the Brooklyn Nets lost in seven games. to the Milwaukee Does Steve Nash get fired? No. I, I, yeah, I, I wouldn't put it past them. Too. Yeah, that's what I was about to say. I'm like, I wouldn't put, I wouldn't put it past these guys, dude. I feel like, 
teams like that where you get good so quick are like on a they're on a quick time clock Can, but well the other thing too so when they announced that nash was going to be the head coach a lot of the, the language or what they discussed about nash was that oh he's a great communicator like he'll be able to talk to Kyrie and he'll be able to communicate properly with uh Kyrie because it's all about communication it's like okay fair but like some of the coaching stuff was I don't know. Questionable. A bit questionable, I thought. Yeah, he did have I, – I don't really agree with – like, you, as much as Bruce Brown had some bad moments, the guy was good. You could, you had a bunch of options without KD – or without Kyrie, sorry. I mean, I guess it didn't really help that Harden and Joe Harris played like fucking prime Guangdong Tigers starters. But, like, it's it's – it is, it is. I mean, I, I, the guy was one for 11, Joe, right? Like the guy's meant to be the best shooter in the East or whatever. And he does that, you know, you can't get an awful playoffs. I don't know. Like you, they got unlucky. It's an injury riddled season. You give them, I think you give Steve another year uh, next I year. Agree. Really, yeah. Cause it's too quick. If Lou gets fired this year to Ron Lou, if they lose the series, uh, I think it might be the same thing with Steve. I, I just want to ask, only because I'm interested. I don't necessarily know that I agree with this, but was this the best chance for the Nets to win a title? With the, with the, know, with the addition of if, Harden, go ahead. If, if they had a healthy team, like is, uh, all so their players Harden, are healthy. Is Harden's contract up? No, like, like you got these guys for, you got Harden for, I think, another on. year. He's still gone for another year, yeah. But you got Kyrie and Durant for another two, but go ahead. Spencer, like, Spencer think... Dinwiddie is leaving. So Spencer Dinwiddie was healthy. I think this was their best shot. If yeah, I feel like and he did if have... uh, if uh, when Marcus Aldridge played, if he if he played, yeah, yeah, actually played, yeah. But I mean, at that point, you're having well, Marcus Aldridge, Blake Griffin, um, Katie, Kyrie, James Harden. Spencer Dinwiddie, Joe Harris, all these crazy, who was uh, the, uh, DeAndre Jordan, all these crazy players playing for you, and you're not making it past the second round? Yeah, it is brutal. I mean, shout out to KD. That guy is the best scorer ever that I've seen. Like, this. Oh, that I've seen, like, yeah. Like, the guy, like, watching the guy live is fucking he's amazing. He's fucking good. He's, he's one of the best players ever. But, like, yeah, it didn't really help. Again, that your other two main guys that you want to score don't score. Um, yeah, I mean they better be throwing up. Sh- Harris better be fucking throwing up shots, or Shanghai Sharks are gonna give him a nice contract, dude. <laughs> like, they, okay. Um, <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, I I don't. I think they got next year is definitely gonna be the first season like in a, I mean since 2019 where like you really get to see a team in a normal state because obviously the past two years have been nuts in a, in a yeah in a normal in a normal year so yeah. Kyrie Kyrie's 28 you got two more well you got one more year and a player option after that Harden's, I, th- th- Harden's 31 you got next year and a player option after that and then Durant is 32 and he's got one more year and a player option after that hmm. It's it's basically next year, I think, and then depending on how if things hit the fan next year, they might not even take their player options. Right. 
I can see Harden not taking it. I think if Katie stays or if Katie's still there, I think Kyrie will take his. Uh, let's move on to Bucks Hawks. Uh, that's our Eastern Conference Finals. Um, I I'm kind Sorry, of Trey. I was gonna say I'm kind of rooting for Atlanta in Trey Young because Trey Young feels like the biggest villain in the NBA right now, and yeah, I think that's yeah. re- and I think that's really cool. Um, I. I was on Atlanta last year. I thought they'd be like sneaking into the playoffs last year and they were absolutely dog shit. But, but it proved, it proved well this season because they actually looked like a fairly competent team. I don't think this is the peak of Atlanta. I still, I think they got room to grow, but um, Rav, are, are we kind of sleeping on Trey Young as a superstar? Or uh, uh, no, God, he, I don't know if he's a superstar yet, but that team is good. It's the, I mean, it's the best since the 2015 team. I even you could argue it's better just because I I believe Herder, Collins, and Trey are much more lethal than Millsap, Corver, Carroll, right? Like, he, like <laughs> there, there's an argument that Kevin Herder is the best ginger of all time. Dude, they, what, what was the thing they said? They called they don't even call him Kevin anymore. They call him Kayvon, Kayvon, bro. <laughs> That's what they call this guy now. Um, he he played amazing in Game Seven. Game Seven, Kevin. So, Cal. Um, uh, 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 yeah, I don't know. I, I, this team, I, they they <laughs> I predicted them be out in the past two rounds in both times. They, I mean, Trey had a pretty bad Game Seven. Like he, I think he was five Very or bad. something, but like, I mean, he, I don't know. The team won, man. The team stepped up when they needed him and when he wasn't playing well. When if he was playing well that game, that guy that game would have been a wash, which would have been insane. Callum, do you have a difference maker that you're looking forward to seeing in the Hawks Bucks series? Yeah, I mean, obviously you got you got Trey Young and then you have Giannis, but like. The Bucks are so much better defensively, in my opinion. Drew Holiday will be the big. Yeah, so I, I was like, I was gonna say Drew Holiday Trey. has if he can lock down Trey. That also, what a will be fucking the trade that Bledsoe like the the, the Drew Holiday yeah. that was good. That was it. Like Bledsoe was good, but like I mean, okay, <laughs> even that's a hot take sometimes. But you could argue, but like Drew Holiday is such a good defender, and he's he's an even better offensive player than Bledsoe ever was. So. And I think, yeah, I agree exactly with what Ralph said. But like, on the other hand, who do you have that could depend Giannis? In open play, at least. Uh, probably Cam Reddish. You think Cam Reddish <laughs> is going to? Okay. <laughs> I think, I just think, like, I think defensively the Bucks are a better team. Yeah. And if they can, if they can lock down Trey, um, that's going to be the difference maker. Uh, picks for this series. I'll start. I'm going to take the Hawks in seven. I'll, I'm rooting for Atlanta. I'm going to take Atlanta to win. I think the thing about Atlanta is that they just find ways to win, whether it's Philadelphia blowing a 26-point lead or whether it's the fact that they just outwork the Knicks. This, the, the Hawks just find ways to win, and I'm going to go with the Trey Young heel villain story and i'm gonna ride with that for this this round Rab, uh, what do you got? i got i got them too uh, i've ever all those stupid polls on instagram have just been voting hawks 
Because, like, if again, it's the Montreal thing with me where it's like, fuck, if they're going to keep doing it, like, they're going to do it eventually, right? If they made it this far, why not harder? Yeah. I think for me, I'd, I wouldn't mind seeing the Hawks win, but I think it's going to be Bucks and Six. Okay. That's yeah, I think Bucks and Six will be the main main pick for the most people i would say um i again like i just i feel like it depends on the defense because those guys can shoot the lights out and trey is lethal but if holiday i mean i think it's down to holiday like Giannis with you know collins and like i mean tucker too like i don't know you they're probably even put tucker on collins and they'll probably just keep Giannis in the corner like they did where they put Giannis on sham and put tucker on durant you're, you're probably not wrong yeah, I mean, um, and it worked. I can't yeah. argue. Like, I mean, I've questioned a lot of Mike Budenholzer's coaching, but the guy, I mean, they're in the conference finals yet again. So I, I can't say anything anymore. The other thing I want to uh, throw over or mention before we throw it over to our next topic, uh, Nate McMillan, who took over for the Hawks coaching staff yeah. on, on March 1st, and the team has been playing much better since then. Yeah, uh, it, and, that, and that's part of being in the playoffs, too, is if you're going to go far, you got to be hot and you got to be yeah. on it, which – they seem to have been under McMillan. I mean, so. I thought he was a good coach in, in Indiana too. Yeah. It's just that you didn't really have the team with him. You really just had right. some bonus. And I mean, Brogdon really turned it up this year, but I, even then I, I don't blame McMillan. I don't, I don't even know if I blame Indiana for firing him, but they, they fired their coach again this year. So I don't know They're They seem like they could be in shambles too. Uh, yeah, that's a good question with the Pacers. Uh, we talked about the draft lottery quickly. Do you want to add any more before we head out with that? But I'll just give a quick rundown first. With the Pistons are picking first overall. Houston's going second. Cleveland's going third. The Raptors are picking fourth. Who's going Pat, second again? Uh, Houston. Houston. Oh, okay. Do you, <laughs> you send Lowry back? Lowry sign and trade back. Or is he under contract this year? I completely forgot. I don't even no, know. Lowry's a free agent, I think. Yeah, That's Lowry's, actually like a sign and Lowry trade. Lowry sign a trade, send him back to Houston, give him the fourth for the second. We get we get the fucking center, and we got a big man that's not Baines. So wait, so what so yeah, what then we have no fucking point guard. But no, yeah. so what but what you're but saying like, is we're not gonna I don't think we even I don't know if we can assuming Van Vliet is the shooting guard. Yeah, but I but what what line? So you're saying sign and trade Lowry as well as a pick swap? Uh, that that's a hot take. <laughs> that's all. Well, I I was I was I was thinking I might consider like signing and trading Lowry for second overall. Oh, but God, it, no, that would never work. That would. Yeah, that would never but work. but you have to add you have to add a whole bunch more because you got to remember Lowry. Kyle Lowry and Sean Wall. <laughs> No, Lowry. And Christian Wood. Hey, don't 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 sleep on Christian, Christian Wood. Wood. Christian Wood is sick, dude. Christian he is Wood. amazing. Yeah, he plays basketball. super good. Um, uh, yeah, I was joking most about the Lowry thing, especially because they still have Wall under under contract. Uh, um, I don't know. I don't know. I've had, I don't know about Lowry's situation. I I don't think he stays. I don't. He doesn't really need to stay. He doesn't like the guy's gonna get his number retired. Like, there's nothing. Oh to yeah, say. definitely, definitely. No one's no one's wearing seven again. But yeah, I mean. I don't mind. Again, I, it's a thing where it's like we won the championship even two years ago. I don't care if we're shit for the next ten. Like it, it was so fun that whole like even that like even during LeBron toes okay to watch. Like we even like in 2016 we were two games away from the finals then, and we just lost to like we were two games away from the finals and we lost to the champions. Right? Like we we had such good seasons through that throughout that whole mm-hmm. thing. Uh, the other thing I wanted to ask, we kind of 
talked about it, but does anybody in the top four trade their pick? Detroit, Houston, Detroit, Cleveland. Won't. No way Detroit does. They, no way Detroit. They are getting the fucking thing they need. Yeah, they need something. coming out. Star, man. They need a star. I mean, Grant had a good season, but he's not a he's not carrying you anywhere, man. Grant did have a good season, but he's not. He, he can be a, he can be a good uh, he can be like a third piece, like a mate, like on a championship team. The guy's like a third or fourth piece. Mm-hmm. Um, Shadow Killian Hayes. Killian Hayes is good. He unfortunately was injured for a lot of the season, but I, I think he can be good too. Um, um, what are you gonna say? I was gonna throw it over to hockey, but if you got any other yeah. basketball, no, sure. I guess that's about it. I. I I do have sons winning the championship this year, and I, I just really want Chris Paul because he deserves it more than anyone. Yeah. Maybe next mm-hmm. up would be like yeah. Giannis because the guy is one of the best. But like I, I, I think yeah, the more I think more so like Giannis will eventually win it. Whereas I don't think Chris, Chris Paul. Paul has many years left to win it. I don't think he has a better chance than this man. I'm it, sorry. Like, it's very. It, it's like the Carey Price thing of like if not now then when. Like yeah, because no, like there's no yeah. greater oh, yeah. there's no greater time like the present to go out. And yeah, win. like I if they yeah okay let's like speaking of that let's I think we could switch that game. Let's go to hockey. Uh, game five uh, also just finished uh, about an hour ago before we started started recording. The Montreal Canadiens won four one over the Vegas Golden Knights in Vegas. Montreal has won three of the last four. Yeah, they're seven and two since the start of the first or second round. Jesus. Um, are the Habs good? I don't know what to. Make. I don't know where to start with this. With this Dude, game, they, with they, this they're they. I don't know. They they come out good every game. Like they just start off. Yeah. Really well and that keeps them going for for most of it. They all they they lead them. They have more first period shots, like um, slot chances. Like everything is just much better for for the Habs, like, to start off, which really get – it really helps just to, like, keep – have the lead early, and that really helps because, like, you've seen where it's, like, even today almost where it's, like, um, if it wasn't for Price, the game was going to be tied or, like, at least 3-2. And, like, the last game they won was – or not – the last game won in Vegas where Byron scored the third goal. That was – there There's another situation where, like, you score early, you get those – you get that early padding, and then if you can score another one where Byron did, you got 3 nothing lead, and you still give up two. If you keep it, like you still, you still like keep cushion. it up. Yeah, you got that cushion where, like, I think that, that I don't know. I don't know what Ducharme's doing, obviously, right now. He's not there. It's Burroughs and, uh, fuck, what's his other name? Richardson, Richardson. Yeah, that's what I was. Um, but, I mean, those guys have been good for Dominic. I mean, I think the, the team kind of already had a mindset of what they're trying to do, even without Ducharme. But, again, they, 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 just, they just come out swinging it right off the bat, and it's worked out. Josh Anderson is really been well playing great i mean i really i like the domi trade right when it happened like people are giving what do or not do charm bergevin shit for it right off the bat just because you like give everyone likes getting bergevin shit for his trades and they always end up working like the suzuki one and like every every like i think my favorite one is uh denolt and the pick for romanov for dale weiss and thomas fleischman that one's a good one too um but yeah i mean Again, Mark Bergevin at every level has fucking stumped me, man. I've always given the guy shit, but they're one game away from a Stanley Cup final. That's fucked. I think, yeah, I think I'm honestly all for Montreal winning. Fucking love them. And I think if they make it to the finals, I think Carey Price is a pretty good fucking chance of winning the Suns might. Yeah. Even I was if so they before, lose. I think, yeah, like, think Raph, you were yeah. saying like the J.S. Jaguar. Yeah, before this, we were I talking about... Give me a Jaguar moment again. 
yeah, this could be a Jagir thing where even if they lose, like, I don't think any of those guys, you may, you might give it the point if he keeps that shit up that he's doing right now. And if they, if they make the finals, yeah, if he gets, I think if you, if he gets realistically, if he gets to 20 goals, which has never happened in a playoff run, only, I think 19 is the, the record. If he gets to 20, you got to give it to him because even honestly, even if he gets to 18 or 19, I think you even got to give it to him. That, that, that is insane to get 18, 19 goals in a playoff run. You got to be, I know the team's like whatever over the, over the cap and all that, but you, you got, you got to respect the finesse. I'm sorry. <laughs> like regardless of who wins, you got to respect it. Like mm. you, it, it sucks. I don't, I don't really like, I don't like that you can do it, but if you, if you, if you did it, like you can, like there's nothing wrong with it. Why not? Um, right. I want to. I want to talk about the Flurry Leonard situation. Um, I think, I, because, why do they start? Why do they start Flurry? Why do they start? Flowers? I think DeBoer, like he's like, yeah, I'm a fucking beast with the with the Leonard thing, and then he's like, yeah, let's go back. <laughs> Obviously, I don't know the first the first goal. That wasn't really a good desperation effort. He saw the puck and it looked like he turned around the other way. Yeah, kind of weird. Um. I don't know. The Perry play kind of the Perry Caulfield one was it? I don't know if that was really his fault, but no, I don't the, know. The the thing I want I, I want to say I I don't know if it makes much of a difference in Game Five if Leonard starts. Like I'm I'm sure he gives up two or three goals as well. I just, I think it's Vegas just having a problem with scoring. Like yeah, they've, I mean, they, they they've scored what? Who uh, who scored the Vegas goal? Was it today? Was it Stone? Stone no. till it. Somebody, Jamie pulled that up, but no, it, like it was just like Vegas has scored like so few patch goals. Ready. Patches, patch. that's who it was. So that is the fourth goal by a forward in the series. Caulfield alone has three. Yeah, like, like in the series, right? Like, hmm. Did you got three points tonight? Fuck. No, I'm just saying in the series, Caulfield has three goals, whereas. Whereas, um, or yeah, Suzuki has three points. Is that what you said? Yeah. Yeah, Suzuki had three points. That guy is so good at hockey, by the way. I, I mean, <laughs> that guy is really good. But I think, didn't Kakaniemi even get, like, the first? Or... Yeah, he got the first goal. He, like, because yeah. when uh, Anderson went on that break and then. Flurry misplayed it. Flurry did something. I don't know what he was doing. But, again, I mean, <laughs> Caulfield didn't play the first two games of this playoffs, by the way, just letting you know. But also, I mean, I. I I was going to say there's something about um oh yeah the forwards on Vegas the Habs just been good at locking him down Denault is a fucking amazing two-way forward that guy is going to be yeah, a selkie candidate for the next few years easily he'll get votes this year too um yeah I mean they're just so good defensively the the thing that we always talk about where it's like the combination of you know Suzuki, Kakaniemi, Caulfield and like roaming all these young guys and then you throw stall perry with them you throw like all these veterans like weber sherrod all these guys and even even gallagher sorry even gallagher yeah gallagher gallagher he's no him and price are the only guys from the last time they made it this far like these guys i mean i'm i'm just surprised how well they play together where you got like these like these new new age players who are just focused on scoring like caulfield Suzuki, I mean, the guy is such a good offensive player, but even like a new age player, the guy is, I, he has like two way, like even like he has two way, like Selkie upside, arguably dude. Like the guy, like 
you could he kind of reminds me of Barkov in a sense where like with this two-way game right yeah but I mean he, he seems like a much quicker version than him but I don't know I, I, the team's playing so well like Anderson is really like I knew he needed the one I mean he got the one tap and ever since then the guy's just been lights out the guy has been amazing and Byron right. I, Byron by sorry last thing Byron yes. was on waivers three times this year and wasn't complained and this guy scored three of the clutchest goals for them I, I want I want to say uh, I just pulled up the Habs on cap friendly. Philip Deneau is a UFA after this season. Oh, he's so, so some team I don't know what team some team's gonna pay for Philip Deneau yeah. after this postseason performance. The other yeah, thing, you're thing, gonna get a good six, like five six, I think minimum. The other thing that uh, surprised me is uh, Kakaniemi is an RFA after this season. Yeah, it's been already, he was drafted like, in 2018. Third He's already an RFA. Um, um, yeah. But the, that's just that Montreal's just been playing extremely good team hockey. Like, since yeah. he jumped, yeah. they, they've just been doing – I mean, I know they went down 3-1 to the Leafs and then they came back, they came back but they've just been playing tremendous team hockey, and that's kind of why they're yeah. leading the Vegas Golden Knights after beating Vegas in Vegas. Yeah, I mean, the, the again, the defense, like having the veteran guys, like the guy, even like guys who've won it before, like Perry and Edmondson, those guys, like they know what to do, like what it need, what it, what you need to take it, like to the finals. What what do you need to win, right? Um, I guess we'll go around the horn here, Calm, I'll start with you. Does Montreal hold on and go to the Stanley Cup Finals? I think I think if Montreal wins in Montreal, I think that's their that's their chance. I don't. I don't picture them coming back to Vegas and winning. winning. Vegas will be. Vegas will be loud. You got to get the casuals going off, dude. They're gonna be cheering for every offside like they always do. They're gonna be cheering for. They're gonna be. <laughs> they're booing the power play today, which is fair because that power play sucks. That I don't know what it is with that special teams. They need to get better special teams. Honestly, coaching on that team. That that is honestly like for that skilled like the amount those skilled players you have on that team. That's fucking embarrassing, dude. That that power play, that penalty kill, everything. That, honestly, like that is embarrassing to have. Like like Patrick was a point per game this year. You got William Carlson is playing like like he was like when he scored 40 like these guys are such good hockey players you got Theodore on the point you got actual Alex Petrangelo too captain of a winning team you know like these you gotta something's gotta change with that special teams at the end of the season or like I don't know I get some better coaches up in there or something dude because that's that's not good that is not good at all I think something like the Habs have like having a lot of power play goal in 11 games or something insane like that. Like you have break NHL single postseason record by not allowing a power play goal in 11 straight. I don't, I don't know if the patches goals was, was that, was that a power play one today? I don't or? think it was. I don't think so. It wasn't I mean, important. that's, that, that's 12 now. Like, like the guy that's, and also, yeah, I mean, I was about to say like shout out to the refs because they actually had a decent game. Maybe it's because I don't think Chris Lee was refing. But. Uh, I think it was all the attention and then Batman's just like, you guys cannot fuck this up tonight. Yeah. Like whatever you do, do not fuck up this game. We can't have any more media scrutiny. Please, yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, so uh, roll the time. Uh, did you say who you Montreal was gonna advance? Uh, I said Habs in six. It was looking like it. Was looking All like right. It. Um, one last thing I saw on. Yes. God forbid. God forgive me. I'm on Reddit. Fucking hockey. Hell uh, yeah. On uh, on the Valabeek Boris Valabeek and Marion Gabrick podcast apparently. Valbeek was talking about, I guess, when he played for the, sh- what, probably for the Thrashers, I assume. 
Um, he said when, when he got to the arena before a game, Evander Kane was flexing with his shoes or with his like shoes and his whole fit, his suit and everything saying like, Oh, this, this, the price is a lot. And like the brand's amazing and shit. That Ron Hainsey and Kubina after the game just just took his took his fucking shit just like cut it so he just had like a shirt like oh, just a t shirt and then scissors so he just walked home with some suit shorts. <laughs> Jesus, this Christ. is on the Gabarik and Valibic show. Fuck me. First round pick Valibic. Um, Islanders Lightning. We'll go through that quickly. Game <laughs> six is Wednesday night. At the Coliseum and not Nashville. He didn't get suspended, which I mean, I I, I don't. Think I'm not surprised. It, the problem is, the problem is that that yes, it was a, a a dirty play, but like there was so much that was let go in the Habs night yeah. games that was far yeah, worse, I mean, and, and we've seen yeah. far worse throughout the postseason. That's like okay, I get what you're trying to do, but yeah, I guess I don't know. I didn't see this argument, but like Butchnevich did the same thing to Manta, but that was in a like that was like in the after yeah. Tom Wilson thing and the, the, that game didn't man, matter at all because Rangers were out and all that stuff. It was Everybody exactly, it was, was a mad. similar play. It was a similar thing where you got yeah. cross checked in the face after like you know Manta was throwing him some shots and like same thing with the Ruda the Ruda Barzell thing. I mean, I, I didn't expect him to get suspended. And I think I thought I think everyone knew it was gonna be a five K fine uh, under the CBA max allowed or whatever the shit is. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, I they uh, something's out of the I don't know. I've the Islanders were just leaking chances right off the bat. Oh, and I like so I've just never I've never seen them play like that all playoffs, which is just leaking chances like right off the bat, right off the get-go. It was just they just couldn't stop them. I don't know what it was. I mean that you can't even blame the the salary cap thing on them, like where they got all these good players. That was just them playing bad. Yeah, they just had a shit game. Uh, do do we think the Islanders win Game Six and force a Game Seven? Uh, I I want to go hot take yes, but I don't think they win this series. No, I don't think they. After that game, I don't think they win. I, I the Islanders have done some fucking dumb shit this year. They've gotten pretty lucky, so I think That's they can fair. get do it again. Um, I I don't even know who you start. Do you start Sorokin or? Varlamov. I think you, you start Varlamov. Do you go with Corey Schneider? Hot take. I, I think you. I think you go with Varlamov. You kind of been rolling with Varlamov. Yeah. Uh, the, the, you've, the start, thing, you've started with Varlamov. You know. Uh, I guess the good thing for them always was that they had those two, like arguably, like Varlamov's been so consistent. I guess not last game, but he's been so consistent forever. And Sorokin mm-hmm. this year has been so good too, especially during the Pittsburgh series. He just really had a bad game one, so they switched to Varlamov. Uh, last round, but I don't know. I, I think, yeah, I most likely go with Varlam- Var- Varlamov or Varlamov, whatever, right? But I don't know. The, it, I don't know how you you got it. Just like off the bat, they 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 just pressured him and like they scored within like fifty seconds last game. Yeah. So I mean, you sh- I mean, a team has a good defensive core. Trots probably got to work on something with them. Just stop. Got to stop chances right off the bat. You can't. That's the thing with Varlamov all playoffs. Like the guy's been allowing goals right off the bat, even in the Boston series. I think a lot of the goals they scored was like in the first five minutes, like given the guy like played a lead after that, but like, you know, just letting in, it's hard to play coming back. Hard to play. Yeah. Hard to, hard every to game, especially on a team that's only lost, I think one or two like games trail, like scoring the first goal all season or something like that. Right, like it's hard, especially against it's like it's easier against Boston. Even that's hard, but like with Bergeron and all those guys, but like to do with this team, it's it's you're really putting yourself 
Like you're just kicking yourself in the foot right off the bat. You might have to start Ryan Pulak and Net. Uh, <laughs> Pulak and Net. Do you go with Schneider, dude? I think you got to go with Corey Schneider. He's the only one out of all of them to make a finals. Uh, uh, well, uh, I just want to say, speaking of uh, Canucks, quickly before before we sign off here, uh, the Canucks bringing the Sedins as special advisors to GM Jim Benning. Um, just quick thoughts from both of you guys on uh, the every Canucks fan like that one. I agree. I think um, that would like to appeal to the fans. I mean, that's we, we, it's the we kind of know what's going on. So here's the Sedins; they know what's up. I think it was like a it was a like Gary Bettman taking the Sedins out on the draft day in Vancouver kind of move. You can't move um, the Sedins. That's fair. That's that's fair. Um, are they essentially the GMs now? <laughs> like, are they just the, like does Benning even have any leeway? Anymore? Probably not. No, he probably doesn't have any leeway. Um, I hope not. Um, I think I think really when we knew when Benning was going to stay was the the Pearson contract because realistically Aquilini would have let him would have let him sign more than two year deals if it, he wasn't staying. So I think after the Pearson contract, I'm like, fuck, we need just something to change. We need like something up there that can just, I don't know, help with like the whole culture of the team. Cause obviously this guy doesn't know what's happening. Um, I guess having guys, I mean, as great as them having like the two best players in our history, BR, BR advisors is good. Um, they know what it, they don't know what the environment's like. They know what they need here. I mean, I don't know. Hopefully they don't like, <laughs> I don't know how to be, hopefully they don't go with players that, like fit their like what how they were as players hopefully they okay. like change their mind like kind of like i mean they're good they have such good hockey iq that i believe that they know what they're doing more than benning ever did totally fair uh that's the podcast thank you very much for listening uh we greatly appreciate it thank you to calum and rab for taking time to come on and be here uh be sure to subscribe to the youtube channel uh check out on spotify and apple Podcasts. And we'll be back again soon. Thank you very much for listening, everybody. Have a good night.